Thank God it's Tuesday, mainly because it's not Monday, but also because you can listen to Anna and Marta, your two very good friends from You've Got Five Options. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Attention from the opposite sex is usually something we are seeking. But what if it gets too much? Tetra, who has sent her challenge, has an issue with the persistent admirer, who is also her classmate. If you want to know which five options we have prepared for Tetra to deal with a bit of a too much attention from unrequired source, then you definitely have to tune in. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and we are back on our radio show. Yes, because we have a radio show guys and Lasse is here today with us as well. Yeah, hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> yes, thanks for being here. No problem. Yeah, we actually like your voice so much uh, that um, yeah, we like to bring you on. Yeah, actually, I think that he should read the challenge, but you know, it's too late now to, to organize it. But Lasse, it's amazing to have you here. Please expect questions and your reflections. We would be really, really interested what you are thinking about this challenge, because this challenge is not really that heavy in a sense that we are looking for the purpose of life or something, but it's about persistent admirer. So should we go ahead and read the challenge? Sure, Marta, read the challenge. Yeah. Okay, so here it goes. The challenge came from Tetra. Uh, that was the nickname that we got in our website, so we will just stick to it. So, Tetra writes, I have a stalker, kinda. A guy from my class is acting weird. He's bringing me chocolate and my favorite beer whenever I mention something while speaking to others. He signed up to the gym because he saw I was going there. He likes pages on Facebook that I like, therefore he will probably read this post. He wants to walk me from school all the time. What do I do? I can't just stop talking to him because he's my classmate. We work on assignments together all the time. But this is all getting too annoying. Yeah, so this is, um, this is something that I think happens to most of us in a lifetime, you know. It's like someone kind of likes us and we think he crosses the line and that makes us really uncomfortable. I, I'm not sure, Marta, do you think that Tetra sent this challenge to us because she was hoping that the guy will read it and get the point? I think that's actually probably one of her options that she has figured out for herself. Yeah, I think so too. But first of all, I think that the situation is, uh, is interesting because we were talking about the thin line between stalking and being very romantic. And I think that if Tetra would like the guy, that would not be a problem. I think it's actually kind of cute, you know, chocolates, beer, gym, meeting here and there. But because she does not like him in that way, she finds it disturbing. But uh, I think there is a thin line here. I don't think this is stalking yet. It's, it's really interesting, this concept of your own perception. Yeah. That exactly same gesture done by a guy you like you would find exciting and nice. Yeah. And by the guy you don't like, you find it creepy and really annoying. The exactly same gesture. So it's all about our individual perception, how we, you know, how we react to things. Yeah, so I would say, Tetra, don't worry, because it doesn't really look like you have a stalker, full-blown stalker. You just have a guy who probably likes you, but only because of the fact that you don't like him the same way, you find it a little bit creepy. Actually, you know, there is this... Uh, amazing episode on how I met your mother. Remember, Marta, we watched it. We actually talked about it. It's a doubler Dumbler theory when I think, what was the name of the Ted? Ted Mosby. Yeah. How could I forget Ted Mosby, the romantic who is looking for the love of his life? So he was saying that, you know, there is a thin line and between being romantic and creepy. And that line depends on your own perception, as we said. So I think that this happened to most of us. It happened to me. I think that some of the things that some guys were doing, I found a little bit creepy and uncomfortable. But when I liked the guy, I was so much into it. So yeah, Lasse, what do you think? I would like to know your opinion. Did you have a stalker? Uh, no, no, I don't have a stalker. You <laughs> um, never had a stalker? Uh, no, I don't think so. 
Okay. Uh, Do you want us to stalk you a little bit so you can uh, see how it feels? Uh, no, I'm good, thanks. Uh. <laughs> <coughs> that was awkward. Okay, really? Okay. So we, we cannot test it. But let's say I would now start to uh, come here to the radio with chocolates and beer. And I would like ask Klasse if we can go for a walk around the building or something. You know, I'm trying to be uh, like, you know, down to earth yet a little bit romantic. Like Klasse, let's just go out and see the sunrise, sunset, cars or whatever. <coughs> Where did that come from? I think, you know, if you would not be interested after some time, you would find it uncomfortable and creepy. But if it, this would be a girl that you are really like, you know, okay, she's really cool, you would be like, yeah, let's go for a walk. Let's see the sunset, sunrise, you know. So I, I think that this is the whole deal here. Tetra, so don't worry, darling. You are not having a stalker. You just have unrequired attention. That's all you are having right now. Yeah, it definitely seems like you are still safe. Yeah, so this challenge was really interesting. I know I say that about every single challenge, but it was interesting because it's actually a common common experience. Everyone probably experienced something like this, except of Lassa, of course, as we know already. And when I was solving this challenge with Marta, I also asked a couple of people what they think about the situation and what would they do. And the answers, some of them were hilarious. Some of them were actually really thoughtful and you could use it. So we gathered a couple of different solutions. We have our five main options, but we also have some notable mentions. And I think we will mention them. But let's just say what are your options are so you have a little bit of a teaser. So option number one is to, I call it the raging bull strategy approach him head on. Option number two, go for a friendly yet direct conversation. Option number three, use the boyfriend card. Option number four, get interested in someone else, regardless if it's real or imaginary. And option number five, ask someone else to deliver a message. And Tetra Darling, I think that you have kind of did that, you know, by sending this challenge to us and hoping that he will see it. Uh, maybe you actually went a little bit for option number five already, I guess. It definitely seems so. Good point, girl. Good job. Good job. Amen. Fist bump. Good job. I wonder if he likes our page. That would be so great because, you know, we would get another follower just because he follows the girl. And maybe we get a challenge one day. I like this girl a lot and she uh, starts to pretend she has a boyfriend. Yes, Lasse. Uh, actually, to me, it sounds like the guy might just be really shy and doesn't know how to talk to her. Okay. Of course, it's super weird that he just follows like that. But, you know, she will have to say something to him in some way. Because mm -hmm. uh, maybe he doesn't know yeah. how to talk to her. And if he never hears, like, this is actually uncomfortable. Or, like, he will never know how to, you know, deal with this. And, of course, it's also uncomfortable for her in this situation, maybe, you know. So, yeah, somehow, like you said, somehow you will have to tell him in some way. Otherwise, he might never learn, like, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense and I think the weirdness of the situation is he is not direct. When you have a direct approach like listen I like you let's go out then you actually have a chance to say no but if the guy is like you know around you all the time and stalking you a little bit going to the same gym and stuff you are like okay does he really like me or am I just inventing this because then when you will just go and approach him uh, listen uh, I'm not really interested he might say uh, yeah uh, I'm not interested neither I'm just like, you know, here on this gym because I signed up and I brought you chocolates because I'm a nice human being. So this is the uncomfortableness of the situation because then if she will approach him, she might look stupid because then she assumed he likes her. So it's it's a little bit yeah, tricky, but we have options as you've heard. Uh, but maybe first we will just uh, tell you what uh, my uh, wonderful colleagues has said about this. So I was asking, okay, guys, so what would you do? And this came actually from a guy. He said... You know, next time he will bring her a chocolate or a beer, she should mention that she like Mercedes. Yeah. And if he will not get the hint, she should mention that she would really like a Mercedes. And if he indeed gets her a Mercedes, she should marry him. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was really laughing uh, when uh, when I read this option. Like you, you've called it a Mercedes approach. Yeah. And when I guys say that I've read the option, is because we always also prepare a written version to each challenge. So if 
if you are listening to us on the radio and you would like to get the written version, you can find it at our website, you've got five options.com. So it also comes with an article. So I was really like, yeah, can you imagine this poor shy guy who doesn't even know how to talk to the girl? And then she comes to him and she's like, you know, I like Mercedes. That yeah. would be hilarious, I think. Oh, yeah, we're so smart and funny. Yeah, I also got a, a pretty similar approach. I call it the wish list approach. So uh, this one was coming from a woman. She said, you know, she should make a list of all kind of requirements or wishes she would like to have fulfilled and give it to him. And then if he will not fulfill, she should stop talking to him immediately. He should get the point. Uh, so people are really like uh, having this interesting idea. Okay, let's push the line and see how much further he will go. But can you imagine that the guy is just nice and friendly? Maybe he just wants to get a friend. He's not really into her. And then she comes with like a wish list. <laughs> he would be the one thinking he. <laughs> that is so true. And that was who's the stalker theory, which yeah. came from uh, from another guy this time. I think that guy actually really felt the situation. He was like, what if she is the stalker? What if she is on the gym, but he was there already? What if he's just a nice person and she just, you know, bubbles around uh, talking about chocolates and he's like, okay, maybe I should bring this girl some chocolates. Apparently she wants some. So actually this can be like, she might be the stalker. She just doesn't know it. You know, it's actually pretty funny. It's actually a very interesting theory that sometimes we build some kind of a story in our own head. We imagine that something is happening to us. We think someone is talking and then we are looking for every evidence that it's actually happening. Maybe the guy brings chocolates also to other girls in the class. Maybe he's just like a nice guy who is trying to get some friends. But you, when you already have a theory that something is happening to you, you are kind of like searching for all the evidence of that happening happening and maybe, you know, overlooking the things that would point out that it's actually okay or that it's actually normal or that maybe it's really a coincidence with the gym, like they could be living in the same neighborhood and there is only one gym and it has absolutely nothing to do with stalking. So it's also an interesting idea here to maybe watch if the guy is behaving similarly towards other girls and if he is like living in the same neighborhood or does he come from the other end of the city to that gym then okay we can uh, we could suspect something yeah but it's it's really it's really really interesting the whole part of our own perception and building the story in our own head yeah exactly and you know I, I have seen it actually a couple of times um, I would say I'm guilty as charged I definitely have done that in the past interpret something in a way that was wasn't true. But actually, I know some really serious cases when guys just based on literally couple of small little events, they invented that the girl is so much into them. And I think for girls, it's even more tricky. Because when we try to be friendly, when we smile, when we just have a conversation, sometimes it's easy for the guy to get it as a sign that she's into me. And uh, I saw one situation that went really, really bad because the guy was like, I know she likes me. I know she likes me. And I was like, now does she really? And you know, when he started to say all this kind of events or things that happened, I was like, dude, she doesn't like you. That, that looks really like a, like a just a regular you know colleague relation and he didn't want it to believe me so I think that sometimes you build up the story so heavily in your head that then it's really hard to get out of it and I think this is what happened in that case. So I think uh, it also is sometimes uh, quite uh, amazing because it's enough that someone smiles at you and if you like this person you interpret this smile as uh, something special and as something pointing out to, oh, whoa, she likes me or, oh, he likes me. But if that's not the case on the other side, it's like I smile to everyone. I uh, am a friendly person. <laughs> so I would smile to every friend at the university or colleague at work or something. So it's like... Um, yeah, it's quite amazing what we build in our own head when we when we like someone or yeah. when we don't. Totally correct. So guys and girls, if you think that someone likes you, maybe also try to observe how that person behaves with other people. I think it would be a good indication. Although there is another spin on it because I also uh, know a lot of guys who are uh, saying like this girl she flirts with everyone. So they cannot make a distinction between, you know, someone being friendly and flirty. So let's say you smile to a guy 
and the guy interprets this as flirt, then he sees that she does the same with other guys. So she's just a flirty girl, you know, she just needs an attention. So uh, then, yeah, I think that uh, especially Lasse, maybe you should defend guys because I'm just like putting a bucket of shit on guys. Sorry for my language. Tell me if, if this is correct. Can guy are, are guys more prone to interpret those kind of gestures as, as flirty? Uh, wow. <laughs> I think, well, it's a very complicated situation. There are so many layers to yeah. this. Um, I just, you know, one thing I thought you said earlier that was really interesting, though, just I want to confirm that that is true in my beliefs. It's also that I'm sorry that I'm skipping around no! a bit. Um, was that we have these own perceptions in our mind and often when we think oh this is like oh maybe he likes me maybe she doesn't or like she's a stalker he's a stalker you only see one version of things and i think that is very true for people in general i definitely know that for myself that when i finally can take a step back and kind of view it in a broader perspective i can see oh maybe there's actually more layers to this than i thought but I was so caught up in my own mind that I only saw this one version of how things were. And maybe that was not exactly true. I'm definitely guilty of that. So I just thought that was very interesting when you said that. If guys are more um, prone to maybe think, oh, she's into me because she smiled at me or she seems flirty, maybe. I think maybe there is some truth to that. You know, I think guys maybe easier get confused with signals maybe you know with someone is nice to them or they think that she's attractive and they talk well at work you know maybe there is sometimes uh, I think, oh is she into me or not i don't know maybe maybe i don't know like um maybe guys are more prone to that i don't know how women you know think in that regard you know if there's someone that are attractive at work or someone they talk well with and oh he's funny and smart and like maybe i maybe it's natural but yeah i mean for me it's just natural sometimes if i'm attracted to someone and i talk well with them kind of like, ah is she into me maybe like uh we talk and we laugh and i can make her laugh and like sometimes i think like that um maybe um, guys are more prone to that i'm rambling here no i <laughs> no. think that's actually a very good point marta i think girls are just the same i <laughs> think it always works simply if you like someone you'll be looking for the signs and exactly. you'll interpret simple things like a smile yeah, yeah. a nice talk you will interpret it as yeah. a sign so i think it's actually gender independent yeah I, but i think that uh, although that's only my opinion i think girls are more into signs you know we are more into making something out of nothing Uh, I think with guys, it's maybe b because guys are, I think, more visual. Actually, there is a research that says that guys fall in love with women way faster than women with, with guys. Uh, and that is connected with many things, also the visual part. And it's surprising because usually, you know, we know those stories that the girl wants to get committed and the guy wants to be free, blah, blah, blah. But actually, guys are falling for girls way faster. For women, sometimes it takes weeks or months. Actually, there is also a, a, another uh, like a layer of this theory that says that if a guy is not attracted to a woman when he meets her physically, then most probably he will never build that attraction. However, if a girl is not attracted to a guy, she actually can build this attraction. And it happened to me, I will not disclose any names, but I know it's true, at least in my case, that the attraction can suddenly be built, you know, the, the romantic attraction after weeks, months or whatsoever, you know, the guy will do one thing and then you fall for it. But I think that from guys' perspective, it's, uh, it's because they can fall for girls faster and maybe that's why they go into this she likes me. For girls, on the other hand, we are the, the ultimate sign seekers, you know. He winked at me. Does he love me? I got a text after two weeks. I miss you. Oh my God, we are going to get married. And you know, you can actually have like a meetup with girls and, you know, go through a conversation, like messages, like three messages. And then they will just make a like a vivisection, you know, like, yes. Do you think that the smiley face meant this? or that. I think it meant this. It's actually pretty hilarious, you know, and it's it's really difficult to step out of it because then you are just interpreting everything. Yeah. Yeah. If people could just be direct towards each other, that would Ex have been so much easier, huh? 
so much like guys seriously it's like playing games will always end up in a bad way I, I like to be direct and I like when people are direct with me it really saves so much trouble and so much this kind of overthinking and creating things that are not there so if I would say that there should be a message to the world from this part of an episode I would say people don't play games be direct it really is saving a lot of time and and sometimes even suffering for another person. I also like Lasse's point, like just take take a step back and try to, you know, try to look broader on mm-hmm. the situation than only your own, you know, one way uh, of taking it. Yeah, I agree. And I'm actually really, really happy that we have Lasse here because we can finally have a male perspective in our podcast. It's awesome. Thank you, Lasse, for being here. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Can I say something quickly, though? Of course. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm just adding a bunch of time to this. <laughs> um, that's, uh, that's amazing. I think that uh, this is... But awesome. but um, I think they're like guys when they're younger because it's not true for everyone. But for me, it definitely was. I was the super awkward teenage kid that fell in love often I feel like with the way to attract a girl for me and she was like super popular and I was super shy and just kept to myself and thought no she will never like me I'm just weird I know it would never work out and it took me years and years to get through that and start to be like more open and try to see situations from a broader perspective and also come to the conclusion, you know, there are other people out there, you know, it's not healthy to become obsessed like that and to be so um, introverted in a way that you get caught in your own mind. I think a lot of guys do and maybe they're afraid from rejection and then it's easier just to stick by yourself and never try and do anything or say anything and be awkward and weird. And it took me time to get through that. But I can definitely see, you know, from the different perspective, it's super weird. Some guy that never talks to you, but just kind of <laughs> sits in the corner and looks at you maybe <laughs> or something like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, it's definitely, yeah, I don't know, because my teenage years were super weird and I feel like never talked about stuff like that and and girls never did you know they never approached someone if they thought someone was weird not directly not from the other sex you know Mm -hmm. um but maybe it is some because if you are like that guy that is super shy and maybe maybe you're a really nice person but you're just super introverted and don't know how to talk to girls or you think that you don't know how to talk to girls someone at some point needs to tell him or he needs to experience something that can give him like a different perspective on life that oh there is another way to go through life than this you know um yeah i don't know what i'm trying to say i'm just rambling i think that you actually made a really really great point because i i think it also comes with an age uh, one a little secret more girls like nerd guys than you could imagine or kind of like you know a little bit guys who are uh, in their shell another thing is that one of the most sexy things in guys it's confidence and I know that this is actually what you have said that it's very difficult to get that confidence when you are overthinking your own persona and you are thinking okay who am I I'm weird I cannot talk I cannot do it and I know some stories from the guys and I know that they had some sort of a breakthrough thinking okay I will just go and talk with girls maybe I will make an idiot out of myself maybe I will fail but I will just keep on doing and some of them took it as an exercise as a training so you know it's like I'm not looking for girlfriend I'm not looking for wife I will just talk with as many girls as I can. I will try to be more and more relaxed and actually it worked. And those guys now, I know two who had this approach and they were shy. They are lady killers. Tell you that. And it's it's all about practice because you can be handsome, you can be interesting, but if you don't believe in that, then yeah, you just project exactly that. But if you are confident about who you are, it doesn't matter if you are a bit overweight or a bit skinny or a bit weird. When a guy is confident, that is actually the thing that draws girls the most. Yeah, and it's great. In our podcast, we are now advising a a little bit to the younger version of Les and maybe also a little bit the stalker. Uh, So uh, stalker guy, if you are listening to us here, is a good advice for you. I'm not a stalker, by the way. No, no, no. The stalker of Tetra. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) No, that's why I'm saying like the younger version of you and the stalker. 
of Tetra. <laughs> yeah, I actually think that if if we would have to make a prediction, it would end up with me stocking classes so he can feel how it is, you know. So no, Lasse looks totally normal in a sense that he doesn't look like a creep who would stalk you. I'm just trying to describe you visually and, okay. and, and because, you know, it's like it's a radio. We should have a camera here so you can see us all. And yeah. also, Lessa, next time you like a girl, you know, you can just record something for her with your radio voice. Uh, it's a really good trick. Oh, damn. Actually, you have a you have an asset, Lassa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, but we are almost coming close to finish this part of an episode. So I will just mention the very last funny option that I got from a guy again, and that was the kiss the guy approach. So uh, the guy said, okay, so if they are on the same gym, next time she will spot him there, she should go to the biggest badass guy on a gym and just kiss him. That will send a message. I was like, don't you think it's a little bit uh, drastic and cuckoo in the same time? He was like, yeah, it doesn't matter, you know, she will send a message, I mean, to big guys and, you know, you go and train on that other treadmill. But I I'm not sure if this is an option that many people would go for. I think that would be something very difficult to go for. And I would say a rather, you know, a kind of like a really drastic, especially that, you know, it's like a stranger. You you go and kiss a stranger. And what if that stranger has a cool, cool wife or girlfriend at the gym? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. I, I, I'm not sure if I would ever just kiss randomly someone to make a statement. No, actually, I could do that. But I won't do that. I will not do that. But I will just stop now because it's irrelevant what I would do. Yeah, so we have uh, given now the five alternative options that uh, Anna has uh, got as an interview from different colleagues and friends. We are going to talk about the actual five options uh, that uh, we have prepared for you, Tetra. So let's start with the first one, guys, and it's the Raging Bull Strategy. I really love this uh, title, although I have to say I love all the options because they are like our babies, but this is not my favorite option, although it's an option nevertheless. So basically here, we would advise you just to approach him head on next time he does something that you perceive as potentially creepy. So next time he will bring you a chocolate, a beer, or you will find him again at the gym, or he will walk you home. Just turn around and say, listen, dude, stop stalking me. So that's actually the raging bull strategy. I think we've had quite a nice uh, perspective from Lessa uh, on our first part. So Lessa, how would you feel if a girl comes like a raging bull and, you know, just kind of like comes and, hey, dude, stop stalking me. <laughs> What's the risk here? What's the risk? Um, I don't <laughs> That's like a super, I don't know, aggressive approach. Really weird. And I mean, it sounds like he's really into her. So he follows her home and goes to the same gym. That might be a thing that might not be a thing. But if he's not stalking her, <laughs> I would think if, if I was just happened to go at the same gym uh, and I really liked someone, but maybe not like in a stalker way. And it was just a super awkward, weird teen. And someone said, let's say, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> like, relax. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, you can also end up looking maybe like an insane person. If there's nothing there, you know, like, I really like you, but I'm not stalking you. Like, but uh, yeah, I think maybe that's too aggressive, uh, a little, and you assume something and then you act on it like immediately. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that there are there are two, two things here to take into consideration. First is that the girl can come as as really crazy bad shit chick. Sorry for my language. Like, what the hell? Like, you, you don't approach people like this. So she actually might be the crazy one. The other thing is that he might actually really like her and that would really hurt his feelings. So there are actually two, how do you say it? Two sides of the same coin. Yes, I got yeah. that right. Yeah. So I, uh, when, uh, because that option actually came from, from someone and I asked the girl like, yeah, don't you think it's a little bit too drastic? And she said, yeah, but she will get rid of him, right? And I was like, well, 
point taken. It's effective solution, but is it really the the best solution? I don't know, but it it, it is effective. It, it, I mean, it, I guess it also depends on how long has this gone on for. You know, if she is really uncomfortable and this is something that has gone on for months, you would maybe feel like you really get pushed into a corner and like, dude, seriously, stop. You know, yeah. I mean, so that also depends on how long has this gone on for. And yeah. Definitely, if she would try the next option a couple of times and it wouldn't work, yeah. maybe then that option would also have its place. Yeah, and then it might be necessary, you know, in that case. Yeah, exactly, because Tetra, we don't really know um, if you had the conversation, but from what we read in the challenge, it doesn't really look like. It's more like, okay, it's that kind of an awkward dance. He gives me something, brings me something. I have never approached this situation. I don't know what to do. So I guess option number one, it's an option for people who are really like really exhausted with this because we actually have option two, which I think could be potentially better. And that is go for a friendly yet direct conversation. So for this one, you have to grow your lady balls, of course. You have to, because talking about things like this usually is awkward. You need to have some sort of a courage to approach it thoughtfully and also risking that the guy actually is not into you because that's still a big factor here, I think. So uh, next time he will do something like that, we would advise you just to, you know, take him on a side or for a walk around the building and just tell him, hey, listen, uh, it's all really nice, but I have to say this makes me uncomfortable. I am not sure if I'm, let's say, reading signs here wrongly, but I would like it to stop. And what's the risk here? There is very low risk, right? Because even if the guy is not into her, he'll be like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. Uh, I'm not really into you or anything like that. Uh, and I think Lessa wants to comment on that. But, well, I think that's a great approach to it. Um, of course, I don't know the guy or the girl personally, but I think when he acts like this, I actually think he is into her. But if she is not into him, somehow he needs to know And also, this is to the guy, if he listens to this, maybe you're super awkward or introverted. I have been there. It will get better through the years. And you will get attention from ladies when you get older. Trust me, it's not an issue. But the thing is that uh, you you need to, like, stop acting that way because it is strange. But But just to get back on track, that's a really nice way to do it. You know, try just to have a conversation that you're probably a really nice guy and... It's nice that you're doing all these things, but I'm not into you um, because somehow he needs to know and maybe he just doesn't, he's shy and he doesn't know how to approach her. So he just hangs out with her and follows her and all this. And But it's weird if you never tell what your intentions really are. Like, I think he's into her, but he needs to tell her if he is. And if she's not into him, then then it ends. That's it, you know? It sucks, but you have to move on. And maybe you can still be good friends, you know? But, I mean, of course, it will suck in the beginning. But she needs to know, like, are you really into me? And it sounds like she's not into him. So yeah. there has to be some communication there. So they both know what what's the situation here. Like, yeah, I, I think that uh, what stops Tetra if I'm reading this correctly, is that they are classmates. They work mm. on the same assignments. They are at the same group at university. So I think what she's uh, afraid of here is that she will have this conversation and then it will become awkward. And you know, uh, from what I can read, the guy seems to be a, that kind of a nice guy. But sometimes imagine, you know, you will approach your colleague or, or, or a guy at work or whatever. I'm not really interested. And then he might get angry. And then maybe he will be mean to her or make some kind of comments because another thing here is she actually probably did accept those chocolates and beers she doesn't know how to get out of it so maybe he thinks okay she's receptive then maybe he builds up and builds up and builds up and then when she will say you know what i'm sorry this makes me feel awkward and then he would have this thought in her head so why did you let me on even if she didn't and because it's in the environment when they meet and they have to work together i think this is her problem i think this option is still very good but it has a depending on on those two people it, there is a potential you know, that, that it can get awkward or even a little bit nasty. But I, I think this uh, this actually is the, you know, the honest, direct, nice option. But I mean, it, it already sounds like the situation is awkward r right now. So why not talk about it? Exactly. 
I, I totally agree. Uh, so now we have option number three, which is use the boyfriend card. Marta, have you ever used the boyfriend card? So like, have I ever been in a situation that uh, there is a guy who likes me and I don't like him? And I use the boyfriend card like I pretended I had a boyfriend to get rid of him. I actually think no, I think actually something opposite happened to me. Like there was a guy who was into me, I was not into him and I talked to him and I said, look, I'm really sorry, it's not gonna work out. I'm not looking for any relationship right now. And then I had a new boyfriend very quickly after that. <laughs> so I think uh, it was the other way around awkward, but I, you know, it was not intentional. I was not seeing another guy at that point of time. I just met someone uh, soon after that I really fell for. Uh, so it was a coincidence. Uh, I, I tried to be honest with this guy and tell him that, look, I'm really sorry, you're a nice guy, but there is nothing here uh, and I, I'm not into the relationship right now. But if you meet the right person, then the relationship happens quickly and naturally because you hit it off both of you at the same time. Okay, guys, I will just make a small detour because what you have said is actually a really cool thing. Uh, many times I think we do have a situation when we say to someone, I'm not looking for a relationship and then we engage with someone else. And I would just like to send again a message to the world. Message to the world. Many times it's not because we are lying, it's because we really meet that right person just soon after, you know, and uh, for, for, for some right people, for people that are really like, you know, hitting our heart, I think we can just suddenly be into relationships, even if two weeks before we thought we don't really want a relationship. So that was a really interesting thing. But with the boyfriend card, what we are proposing for you, Tetra, is that start to mention your boyfriend, even if you don't have any. And that is something I have used from time to time, not usually with colleagues or something, but randomly if I'm somewhere out in a in a bar or in a club and there are let's say someone who is hitting on me and I'm not interested I actually say that I have a boyfriend and Marta I don't know if you remember but some years ago I think we were in a in a bar in Odense where we were studying and we used the the merit card or something. Ah, like we were dancing and there were those guys coming, yes. approaching us and uh, we were like uh, waving our wedding rings on them. Well, actually, the thing was that we were married at that time, yeah. not, not with each other. <laughs> okay, that was a bad example. But yeah, we used it. We used it. And uh, but I use a boyfriend card many times because it just saves so much trouble. I don't want to lie to someone. But you know, you will you start you want to be nice, you know, I appreciate when a guy comes and hit on me because I know that it takes courage. It takes courage to go to the girl and start to have a conversation. So I never want to be mean. I don't want to say like back off or, you know, but if I'm not interested, I think, you know, I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. It's just a very simple way to cut it off. Marta, you're laughing. I want to know why you're laughing. I am laughing. It's because, you know, guys, I've been married for 12 years and with the same guy for almost 15. And I was like, does it even happen to me? Can I remember anything, you know, from these kind of things that there was a guy hitting on me and I just remembered such an awkward situation. I was actually pregnant. Yes. Yeah. And my and I was at a party at my friend's place. My husband was not there. And there was this guy like really hitting on me. And I was like, you know, trying to kind of like show my hand and so on. And he was not reacting. He was like really into me. He was like really like looking at me in this way. You really know. <laughs> you can really sense. And then I started, it was an early pregnancy. Mm -hmm. But I started kind of like, you know, to put the hand on my belly. <laughs> Oh to scare God. him off because I didn't know what to do. I kind yeah. of like, I actually even brought like I'm married and I have a husband, but he was like, really, you know, still kind of, but this thing of the belly, <laughs> <laughs> that really worked. He he never spoke to me again at the entire party. So uh, you know what, Tetra, if you have like a really persistent admirer that nothing will kind of, you know, like scare him off, pretend you're pregnant. <laughs> Actually, that's even better than the boyfriend card. So just, yeah, show that you are invested in something else. Either it's a man or it's a growing another human in your belly. That could be an option. Yeah, I, I think actually it's pretty cool. And I know some girls, well, no, Marta, you, you just reached a new level, I have to say with your story. But I know uh, a girl at work that had a colleague that was inviting her out. And she actually had a boyfriend, but she couldn't really find the, the balance. She didn't know if it's just a 
colleague invitation or something. And she was like, Anna, what should I do? We work together. And he invited me for the cinema. And I don't know if this is like, you know, two colleagues going to cinema or something. I said, use your boyfriend. He was actually the real boyfriend. She had a boyfriend. I was like, tell him that's a really lovely invitation for the cinema. I was actually planning to see this movie with my boyfriend. Maybe you would like to join us. She was like, yeah, actually I could say that. And I think this is, this is perfect because you are not awkward. You are saying, yeah, actually, you know, we could go with my boyfriend because we were planning, you know, we can go three of us. Maybe you can bring a girl. You are solving the situation and you also save, I would say, the face for the guy because you pretend like you had no idea he's hitting on you. So his honor is intact and you are getting out of the situation. And we have also option number four, which is very similar to it because we are advising you to get interested in someone else regardless if it's real or imaginary. And that option is almost the same as the boyfriend card, but it's reserved for you in case you actually don't want to get out of the market. Because if you will tell to that uh, gentleman that you have a boyfriend, then of course, other people around will also hear that you have a boyfriend and maybe you are looking for someone. So in order to stay single, yet send a message, you can just simply pretend or be interested in someone else. Then you might recruit a new uh, persistent admirer accidentally. So uh, I'm not sure if this is a very safe. I mean, imagine a Tetra is a really like attractive girl. Mm -hmm. And she starts pretending she's into another guy, unless it's an imaginary guy. If it is an imaginary guy, that could work better. Because if she would start to pretend she's into another like classmate, that could make her two persistent admirers accidentally. That's actually correct. But let's imagine a situation, you know, that Tetra and her admirer are having a conversation. I assume they are. And maybe she can actually approach him she can friend zone him in a way like, uh, listen, you know, you are a guy and we are good friends and I actually like someone, but I'm not sure how to approach him. Can you please advise me something? That could be also an option. Lasse, do you think that we are too, we are tricksters here and we are advising morally condemned things? Uh, no, I mean, I've never tried uh, being on the other side of that situation. Um, but if someone keeps approaching you and you're just not interested, and especially if it's someone you don't know. I mean, of course, it's different if it's a colleague from work or one you know from school. But I would imagine being on the other side and there's a weird guy that keeps approaching you and you're just not interesting. I mean, if you want it to end, I have a boyfriend. Like, you know, that I can How see. How would you that. react if you would be in this situation? If you, for instance, like a girl and, you know, you bring her chocolates, beers, whatever. Mm. And then at one point, she just mentioned boyfriend. I guess you would. Of course, if I was interested in her, like, romantically in mm -hmm. that way, of course, I would stop at that point, you know. So, so actually, it's a good solution, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're in that situation and you just want it to end, yeah. of course, you know, do whatever works at that yeah. point. Because if the guy just doesn't get the hint, well, then you have to really exaggerate or do something. So back off. I'm not interested, you know. But of course, you don't want to maybe hurt his feelings. But if it's getting uncomfortable, yeah, that would yeah. work. I would say so. Yeah, I think that most of the time this approach would work, you know, the yeah. boyfriend or I am into someone else. Mm. Although there can be situations when a guy still doesn't give up because he either hopes for something or he tries to, but he doesn't look like a type of guy. But from my experience, I know that there are men who are not really taking, taking no for an answer in a sense that you have a boyfriend, do you want a better one? You know, that kind of, it, it can happen, but I don't read it from this challenge, but it, it can happen actually. It uh, might well, be even invitation for more of a conquest. Uh, con uh, guys, help me. Con conquer? Super English. Conquer, conquer, yes. Yes, it could be. Have you ever been in such a situation? Like, what do you do? <laughs> well, I have been like, I had to yeah, like the, literally the bring the belly. <laughs> the baby, yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah. I have encountered situations, not many and not very drastic, but, you know, I was saying that I s I'm seeing someone else and the guy is like, okay, I will wait. I'm patient. I'm like, wow. okay, yeah, wow, <laughs> exactly. So okay. it can happen, but, you know, uh, I think I've heard once about situation. My friend had it. She, she actually, you know, the guy really fell in love with her, like really, really. 
and she said, I'm, I have a boyfriend, I'm in a relationship, and he was like, I don't care, I will get you. I will get you, I'm in love with me, uh, with you, we should be together, and so on, so on. So it can go different ways. But usually at this level, when it's only chocolate, beer, and, and some kind of a gentle stalking, I think sending a message, I'm interested in someone else, or I have a boyfriend, should be enough. Normal person should kind of, you know, back out. And then we have option five, which is ask someone else to deliver a message. And I think that partially we are doing this today for Tetra. If uh, what she have written in a challenge is true, meaning uh, that the, the guy is actually following the same Facebook pages as she is, he might come across this challenge and he might actually realize it's about him. So maybe we are doing that partially. What do you think, Marta? I think if we are doing that indeed, I uh, really actually would like that because I think Lasse with uh, his uh, comments have actually given quite some good input to that guy. He really comes across as a nice guy, like someone who comes up with chocolates and uh, beers and stuff. It, it seems like a nice guy. So actually, I think it would be a good thing if he was listening to that. I am thinking also that actually someone else delivering that message could be something that would also help him save his face, like we say it, right? So because if it is, first of all, it's awkward already now. If uh, if Tetra goes and tries to talk to him directly, it creates more awkwardness and they have to interact later. If she would use like a good common friend, since they are classmates, that could actually also have quite some benefits. Of course, it's nice to be honest and talk to someone directly. Of course, it's it's probably one of those like vulnerable and good and solid solutions. But if you would like to avoid some awkwardness in a class when working on the assignments together and so on, it could actually be quite a good option. Yeah, I think so too. I think the only uh, risk would be uh, depending how obvious this is, because if it's not very obvious and she includes another person into the situation, so basically she tells other person he likes me and I don't like him. Can you please do something about about it? Can you please talk with him? He might feel weird that she told someone else, right? But that depends on the situation and the context because it doesn't have to be a direct talk, you know. Let's have a sit up. Let's talk. I will tell you something. It can be also like mentioned in a conversation, you know, or, or something. So it doesn't have to be a very direct delivery, but it can be done, I guess. It can be done in a nice and thoughtful way as well. What do you think, Lasse, if, if you were in that situation, how would you react? I mean, it's a really complicated situation since they're going in the same class. Um, <clears throat> I, um, I actually think it could risk getting... First of all, I don't think it's fair that she has to be the one that has to like tell him like he should tell her what he feels, you know, even if he's insecure or awkward because it puts a lot of pressure on her and she only has her own ideas and her own thoughts about it. Um, so first of all, I don't think that's fair in a way. Second of all, if you get a person from the outside telling him that, look, she's not into you in that way and it could maybe actually make the situation more awkward, I think, in a way. I really guess it depends on who the person is she gets to tell him, but maybe he will also start to think that, oh, she thinks I'm super weird. Like, she doesn't even want to tell it to me myself. Is she, like, scared of me or think I'm, like, just the weirdest guy on the earth, you know? Yeah. So I actually think it's not fair that she has to tell him, but I think she has to tell him in person, to be honest, because it could risk making the situation even more awkward and weird. And maybe he will become even more like introverted and know, oh, she doesn't even want to talk to me in person. She gets someone else to do it. It's a complicated situation. But yeah, actually, Lassa, you, you have a point that I haven't thought about before, you know, that actually he should tell her, right? Yeah. This is this is really interesting perspective because indeed, if he really likes her, he should be more direct. Yes. And I think one of the biggest learnings from making this podcast today is that people should be more direct with each other. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. I know it requires courage. 
But guys, if we are more direct with each other, we are avoiding all this awkwardness, all this buildup, all this overthinking. It, it's striking for me because I, I know this challenge. We wrote about this challenge and now I just have this thought, you know, if people would be direct and it doesn't mean that you have to be direct, like straightforward, very blunt person, no, just course. direct and have <laughs> the, the guts to say stuff because in the end of the day, what is the worst thing that will happen? What's the worst thing that will happen? Okay, so she will say no, you know, or she will say yes. But like sometimes it's good to put yourself and think what's the worst thing that can happen? World will not end if I will tell that girl that I like her. If she will reject me, then maybe in a month I will meet another one. Or she can feel like this is really a burden for me. But if I will tell him that I'm not interested, I will just release a lot of awkwardness. And yeah, it will be painful. It's like, you know, taking out the, the plaster from your wound. But But, uh, then it will get better. So I think that's my learning from here. It could be such a simple solution, right? If yeah. the guy, he, he wouldn't even have to tell her, look, I really like you or whatever. He could just simply try to ask her out and she would then have a direct opportunity to say, look, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I'm not interested or look, I'm seeing someone else or whatever. But it would be such a simple solution. We wouldn't have to come up with all the five options and all the <laughs> other five options. Yeah. <laughs> so, Although the Mercedes approach, sorry, guys, but that's just brilliant. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Tetra, darling, we do hope that you will find this podcast useful. We also hope for everyone that, guys, you will find a little bit of courage in you to be more direct with who you like and who you don't like, because the worst thing that will happen is that it will just hurt a little, but then you can move on. So I think that's the message for today. And I think we are almost about to be done, right? Because I see, yeah. you know, there is a disturbance on the other side. I think they are trying to signal me that we should be out, right? Yes. So what we can say is that Tetra, we hope that you actually gather your lady balls and uh, figure out a good way to resolve that situation in the best possible way, taking under consideration the circumstances. Or if it was you, the friend of Tetra who has been listening, we hope that you find your manly balls uh, to <laughs> ask her out uh, or just stop doing what you're doing since you already know she's not into you. But yeah, good luck. Yeah, asking her out after this podcast would be definitely weird, I think, you know, <laughs> unless he wants to really check if this is about him. So yeah, but thanks a lot, guys, for today. And remember to join us on Friday for our live show on Friday. This was Anna and Marta from You've Got Five Options and Lesser. Exactly. And Lasses. So thank you. Bye. Bye bye. That's all, folks. You are listening to You've Got Five Options podcast, where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit our website and submit your challenge or comment at other people's challenges at you've-got-five-options.com. This is www.youvegot5 as a number options.com. Next week, we'll be talking about choosing the right education for you. What if you are young and you don't really know what you want to do in the future? How do you choose the best possible school for yourself? Well, we have prepared a five-step process for Emma. If you would like to know how to take the best possible educational decision for the time being, then you have to hear us next Tuesday. And if you like what you've heard, please make sure that you leave us a review on iTunes. That's all, folks! <laughs>